I'm Morgan Shepherd, and you are listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andres Jones. And you like it? To Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Starburns Industries with our musical guest, Isaac Opatz. Hi, Andras. Hi, Isaac. And now we have another of your friends who's joining us here via the the uh, magic of digital phone technology mm-hmm. from somewhere behind a dumpster. <laughs> yeah. He's not... I just think he was going to fly me out for <laughs> I guess I'll do it behind the dumpster. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Josh Eaton. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Now, you're out uh, you're yeah. out, you're out riding a bike. Is that why would we we caught you on your bike somewhere? Yeah. Uh, off to meet some friends. I was going to take a quick commute. I thought I could get there before I, you guys called, but Caught me halfway. Ah, synchronicity. <laughs> so, well, where where are we reaching you? Besides the fact that it's behind a dumpster. Uh, I am in Missoula, Montana. Oh, lovely Missoula, Montana. I was recently I recently spent an, an idyllic three days there recording Radio Eight Ball shows with Caroline Keys, Armina Jean, and a band called Buttes hmm. with uh, cool. Chris Sand. Oh, cool. Benta Grindy, Drew Featheroff, and now they're fronted by a guy named Roy Ivy, cool. who used to be in the Polyphonic Spree. Uh-huh. So it's a groovy little town, Missoula, you got there. And I hear you are uh, a, a molder of young minds. I am indeed, yeah. Not today, but uh, the rest of the week I am, yes. The re- so so because today is a Saturday, so that's when you are out today's Saturday, yes. so bike riding with friends. Today is my day off, so yeah, right. I don't consider myself an educator on Saturdays. Right. On Sundays, I suppose. Not yeah. on Sundays either? You no, mold. not really. You've just not mold. with Isaac's in town, and he needs scolding for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Saturdays and Sundays are the days that you mold your own mind. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. what what age kids do you teach? Uh, this year I'm teaching first grade students. Uh, but prior to that, I was mostly a kindergarten teacher. Ah, well, that's uh, yeah, that's like one of those ages like when you're a teacher and i would imagine in that at that age range it's just this thing like you know that you can have you're you have a profound effect and that it's very unlikely that those kids are going to remember you i think they, <laughs> yeah they, they probably remember josh though he dresses up and he does characters and he uh brings musicians well, to his classroom i don't think it's because of the quality of the teaching <laughs> yeah. it's more just the the, na- the nature of memory sure. that of most uh, i try to make it as memorable as possible but i don't know that i remember any of my pre-fourth grade teachers sorry if you're listening pre-fourth grade I, teachers. I, I feel like it's what i'm saying it's like if you i feel like if you are remembered it's bad it's probably not good <laughs> for that age. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Because your job is to is to focus them on themselves and each like they're on their own experience and to make their experience great. They're not really kindergartners and first graders are not known for their awareness of others. That's not no. It's they're, they're like high schoolers in that sense. Yeah. Well, it's not even it's not there. It's by high school you hope that there's uh, that they're they've developed some of that. Maybe the like because you did such good work in the mind molding and the on the kindergarten and first grade level that there's just sort of like this base of good something there that you can build on as opposed to I hope trauma right I hope so my uh, first group of kindergartners I ever taught are just entering high school now so Whoa. I suppose I'll find out in the next couple of years if they're if they were able to manage alright do you ever run into I mean when you run into them do they remember you yeah, some of them. Yeah, like Isaac said, I do enough in the classroom to make it memorable. Um, if nothing else, I remember that I, I gave them candy or let them look at Pokemon cards under their desk. So not necessarily things I'd, I'd like to be remembered by, but I think I get remembered every now and then. Hmm. I, I, yeah. Go on. There's that girl's, uh, who, that girl's life you saved a number of years ago. She, hopefully she remembers you, or at least her parents do. You yeah, saved someone's um, life? Yeah. It's choking on a marble. Yeah, marbles can be a, a dangerous thing in kindergarten. Actually, marbles can be dangerous in any setting, but especially <laughs> yeah. in kindergarten. Don't leave marbles on the floor. Don't leave them in your mouth or in your nose or in your ear canals. Yeah. yeah that's... Other places you don't want marbles to be. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the thing about kids putting stuff in their ears and noses, you got to be a really messed up kid to do that. Wait a second. I did that. A bunch. I got. I had to go to the hospital twice. I didn't learn the first time. Oh, no. uh, so it's. I guess it's just a natural thing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, w- yeah. so when this yeah, yeah. when this happened, was the, do they just start turning blue in your class? And you like what happened? Like how, tell the story. Uh, it was on the playground, and I think the teacher, her teacher, had given uh, the kids marbles to play with during a uh, free time activity prior to recess, and. Because they didn't she have any firearms to give out to play with? <laughs> Sharp objects? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually broken glass, we sweep up and and, and uh, leave in the Lego boxes for them to sift through. And it's kind of an organizational skill and whatnot. Nice. So yeah. the teacher had given uh, them marbles to play with. Yep, yeah, and she was, instead of holding it in her pocket, she decided to hold it in her mouth. And at some point... Uh, 
swallowed it or attempted to swallow it at least. And then, yeah, she was uh, uh, in the sandbox and the bell had rang, but she wasn't coming to the to line up. So we went out to check on her and she was indeed blue and, uh, you know, attempting to, to dislodge the marble herself. But um, a couple of the teachers started giving the Heimlich and we got the school nurse uh, on the phone to come out. Uh, by the time uh, a nurse was coming, I started giving back blows and dislodged the marble. And then she was able to breathe. And so, uh, so, and everyone was happy. And no one, what, did you get in, every, did you get in trouble for hitting a kid? <laughs> I, 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 did, I did not uh, get trouble for hitting the kid. That's uh, good. But I wasn't I wasn't shocked. So I think I just disappeared and hid for a little while. Yeah. I didn't talk to anybody until the next day. Or uh, rather, nobody came and talked to me, I guess I should say. <laughs> but I was no longer the concern. Right, uh, right. It was I this guess cr- I was never the concern. It was, did, the te- <laughs> did the teacher who gave the kids marbles, did she get in any kind of trouble? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think she got in trouble. And, yet, you know, actually, to be honest, I let my kids play with marbles this entire week, and nobody swallowed one, so... Um, not only did she not get, get in trouble, but none of us learned our lesson either. <laughs> right. Okay. We're better teachers than students, I suppose. Right. Well, uh, well, I know you, you, you got to get on the, get back on your bike and meet your friends. Well, let's get to your question for the Pop Oracle. What is your question for the Pop Oracle of Isaac's music? Um, my question is a question that I ask of my students, uh, typically around this time of year, is, uh, what do they want to be when they grow up? And um, I guess that's my question for myself is, what do I want to be when I grow up? Okay, what do you want to be when you grow up, Josh Eaton? Well, now we've gotten to the point in the show where we have exhausted the Wheel of Eight. We have used up all of the Radio 8 cards, and we are now down to the binary oracular divinatory tool, or as you may know it, the coin. And I'm going to flip it, and if it lands on heads... Isaac's going to play song number one, Got to Me Since, as the answer to Josh's question. And if it lands on tails, it's going to be song number four, Duck Lake Road. And that'll be the answer. So it's either Got to Me Since, if it's heads, or Duck Lake Road, if it's tails. And now I am going to flip the radio. I missed it. Eight coin. And it looks like it landed on tails. So, Tails is Duck Lake Road. And that's the answer to your question. What do you want to be when you grow up, Josh? Hmm. Here we go. All right. Okay. Tracks of gravel that wind up the side of a hill out on the plains. I 
drive there I wanted to sleep under the moon At dusk when the hills just a clobber of black on blue As flat as a deck of an aircraft carrier When I get to the top Nothing's quite as quiet As when I turn my engine on Is it wrong That I want to pull off here Here in my memory Is it wrong? I think I know what I want Already and so close to home So close to home Yeah, so close
And that was Duck Lake Road from Isaac Opatz. The answer to Josh's question, what's he want to be when he grows up? So before we get into interpreting it with you, Josh, Isaac, can you tell us a little bit about the background of that song? Is there a duck? Is there really a duck, a duck Lake Road? Yeah, uh, there is. It's out uh, in uh, the east side of Glacier National Park. It's on the Blackfeet Reservation. Um, and that was a song I wrote when I was living in Nashville, which was the first time I lived outside of Montana. And uh, I was missing Montana Bunch. Um and there's a certain spot out on that road where I used to go, and it's just like the epitome of uh, peaceful and away from everything. Um, yeah. So that's a song not about a girl or a relationship. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's about a duck. It's a, it's about a, re- it's <laughs> yeah. about a relationship to a place. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Josh. Duck crossing a road. Have you, uh, have you, have you ever been to Duck Lake Road? I, I don't think so. Isaac, have you ever taken me to Duck Lake Road? I don't think so. No. I don't, no. Well, I haven't. But okay. I've heard a lot about it through the close. song. Yeah. So, well, what did you think about that as the answer to your question? Uh, I, um, you know, I, I I really like the ending to to use some of the ending of that song to answer my question. I think Isaac talks about uh, being in this beautiful place he loves with a, a, somebody he cares about or somebody he cared to take to that place and um, that nothing else really matters. So maybe it it doesn't matter what I do when I grow up as long as I'm in a place that I love and um, with people that I care about. Got it. Got kind it. Of the interpretation I took from that. <laughs> Good. Well, there were a couple of things I was thinking about um well something about but I never got the chance that it ends on the never like that it made yeah. me think a little bit of that idea of like that John Lennon line of life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. It's sort yeah. of like what you're saying is like that how can I say this? So the idea of when you say what do you want to be when you grow up? Okay, so let's say for you're talking to me and Isaac. Well, I want to be a a successful, famous musician. You know, like famous enough to be yeah. to be able to do your job. I had a friend, Lotus Weinstock, who used to say that when you're an artist, fame is like a diploma to a doctor. You need it to work. Yeah, right. So that's what I mean. I don't mean like for a self-aggrandizing thing. But if you say, well, that's so what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a successful musician. I'll be able to go out and play my music and have people come out and see it, and that pays for my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a that's a most people who for whom that's what they want to do, they're going to be sorely disappointed, even if they achieve what they thought was success, right? Because it's not as simple sure. as it looks like when you're watching a video on when you're watching prints on a video on MTV or whatever. So, yeah. in a way, you never got the chance by not going after. If there was some dream other than the one that you had, you never got the chance to go after it and be disappointed and then have to settle for something else. You have made your dream and like that's what i would think if something about that like you never got the chance to have to be disillusioned if you didn't go after some dream that you haven't already started going after is is one thing yeah. that i thought of in the song does that does that resonate in any way yeah you know i kind of put i kind of put all my chips in one basket and one of the things that 
I've been one of the things I talk to my kids about is that there's not just one thing that you have to be when you grow up and you have options. And um, as I've learned that things change, I guess it's more wanting a backup plan for what what else could I be? I'm, I don't want to take away from what I do. I really love what I do, but um, what else could I do? Or, or if things change and that, that that's out of my hand, those, you know, um, what else can I, what, else, what other talents can I fall back on? Or what else would I like to do even? Um, uh, and it makes me think about what you were just saying, that some of the things that I always wanted to do as a kid, but never gave a shot at, maybe those are some of the things that I could maybe fall back on later, but I, I don't know. Never tried them. Well, I like that the, like the first line of the song is I miss a road. Like the, it's literally the song. The first line is the road not taken. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the ultimate maybe metaphor maybe of the things that you didn't do that didn't lead to other possible versions of you. Yeah. Right. And, you know, maybe in the, end up being a famous baker. in the alternate universe theory, all of the roads that you missed were on some, if you thought about taking them were on some level taken. Right. So, yeah. Whatever you wanted to be in another timeline, whatever you wanted to be when you grew up might have been a different thing. And maybe Isaac yeah. is teaching your kids and he doesn't know how he, did, he gets squeamish about Pat, about hitting a kid on the back when they're choking. And that kid, you know, that kid didn't make it because on that timeline you weren't yeah. there to save him. Her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Isaac had been like off daydreaming. Oh, yeah. I would have had cotton balls in my ears. <laughs> Something. And I'll Don't. be singing about Squirrel Lake Road. <laughs> now, have we learned Road nothing, Isaac? Don't put things in your ears. That's <laughs> right. the one takeaway yeah. from this session should be: don't put things in your ears, nose, You're or right. and and don't give marbles to children. I didn't have as good a teacher as Josh. Please, yeah, please, yeah. yeah. Well, well, Josh, uh, I I think it's time for us to let you get back get out from behind that dumpster. Get back on that bicycle. <laughs> what are you, where are you going? What are you going to do tonight? Uh, I'm going to go uh, to a brewery and have a beer, and then we're going to go to a play called The Buffalo Play. Cool. The Buffalo Play. Is that a play about Buffalo, or is it a play about Buffalo, New- like the place or the, the, the bison? It's actually about, it's about the um, story from, a, I think it's a few years back, of the woman who um, snatched the, uh, buffalo calf and put it in the back of her SUV. Oh, do you guys remember hearing about that story in Yellowstone? Or did, did you hear about that story in, in Los Angeles? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it didn't make it. <laughs> it didn't make it all the way to Los Angeles. Yeah, uh, yeah, it happened in Yellowstone, and I I don't know the outcome, but I guess I'll know after tonight's play. Excellent. Well, I hope I hope it turns out well for you, for the cast, and for the buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> all right, me too. Thanks, Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andros Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle.
It's the Radio 8 Ball Show.